strange. And it's time for Strange Wines with host Tom Cap from Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. His name was Valiant Thor. He grabbed my hand. His hand was skin soft as a lady's or a baby's skin, but it was a grip of a man. And we spent 30 minutes, mostly me asking questions and he giving answers. And he claimed that he was from the inside of the planet that our Bible calls the morning and the evening star. The planet Venus? He said yes. All all of this time, Mr. Thor was at the Pentagon for three years, mind you. And he was going and coming at will. He was brought to the President of the United States, Dwight Eisenhower and Richard Nixon, offered to give them information on how the American people could successfully live without sickness, without poverty, without disease, and without death. They told him, we're sorry that we cannot accept the information that you're freely giving us because it will ruin the economy of this nation. Of course it will. (laughs) Only concerned about the economy. That's what we got to remember. Yeah, of course. Welcome, welcome back to another strange ones. It's been uh, it's been a little serious on this. Uh, well, it's never actually serious. Um, we're meant to have fun. We're we're the most cringy podcast out there. Just joking. All right, so uh, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Strange Ones. I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson. And wait, who do we have here? You motherfuckers want to keep playing those scary. <laughs> you want to keep playing those scary. <laughs> God damn it, that's fucking funny. Oh, shit. You hear yourself in the fucking face? Oh, man, I've never heard you laugh so hard in my life, man. Bro, you don't understand how funny that was. I was, dude, I was eating a sandwich, and I'm like, what? What is this? And then, like, I don't usually post, like, clips here and there, so I'm watching it, and it was the most hilarious. I almost choked on my sandwich from how funny it was, because it was... Bro, it was gold, dude. It was gold. Like, so for, I, I, that's the yeah. best video ever. For anyone uh, that didn't see it, uh, I was playing this game called At Dead of Night, and you're you, this guy. You're in a hotel, and you use like a spirit box. It's actually pretty incredible. Like I actually super love this game, um, but it's one of the scariest games I've ever played in my entire life. And so you're going around, you're, you're searching for clues of why all these people died in this hotel. Meanwhile, Jimmy, the guy that most likely killed all these people, is hunting you. And he appears out of nowhere, and you hear him walking, and he calls your name in the halls. And I was just about to log off. Someone's like, oh, you want to play Friday 13th? And I was like, oh, yeah, just <laughs> let me finish this up. And I didn't even expect him. I go around a corner, this guy jumps out. I fucking hit my hand into my mic, and my mic bashes me in the bottom of the mouth. And... I posted it and then Juan sent me that and I was like sent it to Anton. I was like, man, I've never heard him laugh this hard in my life. <laughs> so it was and honestly for all the people, this is why I suggest that you jump on the Patreon. That's the best way of supporting us other than buying merch is because all these, um, a lot of the games that um, we'll be playing on Twitch on Strange Brew TTV, me and Anton and Juan's jumped on. The first one we released was Phasmophobia and that was me, Juan and Anton playing the first time ever on this ghost hunt game and it was 
bonus content. Very fucking hilarious shit. We're joking about, oh, is, how did Betty White die? And was 9-11 an inside job? Asking the ghost these important questions. But I'm going to release in probably three sections of me playing the entire game because... I, there's a lot of jump scares and there's a lot of hilarious shit uh, that I say while uh, this man is hunting me. So make sure to check out uh, patreon.com slash podcast for sure. Yeah, it was hilarious, bro. So let's get into this. So welcome back, obviously. Let's talk about one of the strangest accounts of UFO-related incident that occurred in 1957. According to the 2001 book Stranger at the Pentagon by Dr. Frank E. Stranges, can't get strange enough. His name is Stranges. It's pretty cool. <laughs> On March 16th, 1957, a person identifying themselves as Valiant Thor came forward claiming to be a visitor from a planet, Venus. And, you know, we all know what about Venus, right? Venus is attributed to Lucifer. So. Yeah, so is Saturn, though. That's what they say about Saturn. That's what yes. David Icke claims. You know what's crazy about all this shit going on, too? Just a tidbit of information. It, like, people are claiming, oh, David Icke is a Freemason or whatever. He knows some shit, though. Um, in he probably is, bro. I mean, in, I think in, Alex I Jones is controlled opposition, too. In 2015, David Icke said that uh, the United States would invade Ukraine through our invade Russia through Ukraine. In 2015, he said that shit. You know, I had somebody reach out to me on the Instagrams. On the Instagrams. And they told me that I predicted on that episode that they were going to go to war. I was like, dude, it's not a secret. Like, no. I don't think I predicted anything. I think we could have all called that shit yep. uh, before it even happened. Which episode was so, that? The one that I did with, with Gabe, episode 80, where we talked about yeah. the Transformers. We talked about it. We recorded that back on, on the 14th of yeah. February. And he said that... I don't know what part it was like almost a two hour podcast. He said yeah. that we predicted the war. I was like, well, I mean, I don't think I predicted anything. I think that we could have all seen it coming a mile away. It's pretty away. obvious if you have some sort of brain. It's pretty fucking obvious. I mean, this is the, it's all according to plan, right? I think. Yep. And he brought up a good point as far as Putin being the good guy and they're portraying him as the bad guy because he's not part of the economic world, uh, economic form and he's all this stuff. He's met with Klaus Schwab. We know that, we know that he has. We don't even know how meetings. much money this dude has, bro. Well, this and that's like yeah. super. He might be the richest person in the world. Have you heard about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's, he wouldn't ever expose that either. But yeah. I think this will be eventually a rant episode on um, on the Patreon because we do Stranger Danger <laughs> rant episodes, and I think me and Juan will eventually dive into this because there's more and more information coming out, and obviously, um, I stand with the innocent people uh, that are pawns in this chess game by the elites is essentially how I put it, but. Um, if you know anything about Ukraine, um, it's extremely, extremely corrupt, and there's fucking child sex rings that uh, happen constantly in that place. It's one of the most, uh, it's one of the countries in the world that has the most child trafficking. Um, one of them, next to like places like um, the Philippines and stuff like that. What's the? Where is the movie Hostel? Where does that take place? Do you know where that takes? Oh, place that at? um, that oh, that's funny because I don't think it might take place in the Ukraine. I thought it took place somewhere around that part. Right? Yeah, like it takes. Around. I thought it maybe it does. Let's look it up. I thought it took place in Amsterdam, uh, but I might be wrong. Like I thought it took place around those areas. I got some gin and tonic. That, that is that is also a very 
interesting, right? Interesting movies that they put out because yeah, it's all about the symbolism and yeah. it's it's such a messed up movie movies because they get more and more messed up as yeah, they go on. The, when the like chick three. like cuts off the guy's dick and feeds it to the dogs and shit, that shit's fucked up. Krumlov, where's that? Se- Sesky Krumlov, where's that at? That sounds like someplace near in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be racist or anything, but uh, I uh, the set uh, the Zet Republic. So the Czech, is it the it's in Czech Czechoslovakia. Oh, okay, so that that's right next door. Okay, yes, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, it's let's see here. And um, we know we're not yeah, going to sort of near. Yeah, of. we're not going to really get really into this. This is supposed to be a fun alien episode, but obviously we're at least going to mention aliens aren't real, Tom. Yeah, fucking, they better show up soon because we're about to hit World War Three if shit goes the way the elites want it. Um, but we, I just wanted to you know mention. Mention that because uh, all these people are like, I stand with Ukraine. You, st- you can stand with the people, but do not stand with the government in this actor that is playing as president um, in their country. Literally. And um, all these people that come out of the woodwork, especially the Generation Z and some of the millennials that I stand with this. Um, it bothers me. Because it's what they're seeing in the media, It's Tom. the current like thing. That's... They're brainwashed. Meanwhile, the same bitch that was... Um, Say that we're freezing people's bank accounts uh, for protesting against the mandates and about the draconian laws or the mandates that are put in place in Canada. She was at the front lines of the Ukrainian protest, uh, I think, in Toronto. Pretty yeah, fuck. I like that. Actually, I love that. Keep talking about that. I know. Um, and she was at the front lines. Meanwhile, it's like cold as shit. She's not wearing a coat. And then she was. Uh, her name's Christy Freeland or whatever. And she was caught holding. Um, uh, a neo-Nazi Ukrainian um, banner. And she has ties to the Ukraine too. So all of this, just wait for it, will be up on Patreon when we get into another Stranger Danger episode and me and Anton have talks to do one because all this shit connects. Trudeau has ties to the Ukraine. All these people, it's just, this is, it's all their fucking plan is, is coming to fruition and they know it. So people are yeah, too 100%. stupid to realize that. Um, so, and I don't want to alienate any of our audience stand with the people, even the Russian people that will be a victim of this fucking proxy war. So mm-hmm. fucking wake up. So, yeah. And so obviously according, there's someone that name, was named Valiant Thor. This all comes out from Dr. Frank's strange, Frank E. Strangest, but this guy's fucking, uh, I don't know, but I don't know about strangest. Okay. Because, uh, and then he was claiming that he was part of the planet Venus. According to Dr. Strange's books, Valiant Thor had several meetings with high-level American officials, including President D- Dwight Eisenhower. Is it Dwight? Or is it? Eisenhower. Uh, I forgot. Anyways, Dwight. and also Robert <laughs> F. Kennedy, too. Um, we'll get into that. Um, I'm uh, actually a big fan of, uh, of Kennedy's, uh, like... There's so many conflicting stories. I'll get into it when we eventually, which is going to be a huge topic, talk about JFK and then um, talk about Robert F. Kennedy. And if you haven't seen it, I I implore, I tell everyone, check out uh, the Netflix documentary. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's called Bobby for President. It it's really good. It shows how it shows the humanity that Robert Kennedy had. But also there is ties that um, he set up certain things to do with uh, gun control laws and setting up uh, false flags to take away gun control. But we don't really know if it was actually him that was doing it. So strange, strange stuff going on. So in The Stranger at the Pentagon, Strangest reveals that Valiant Thor's reason for approaching the American president 
um, was that, you know, that he was essentially trying to protect the world, but we'll get into it. So Val, call him Val, Valiant Thor is a a delegate of the High Council who had VIP status at the Pentagon from 1957 to 1960 to discuss concerns of a Cold War. And that's why, obviously, we're mentioning what's going on in Russia and the Ukraine, because kind of relates to an extent. And it le- and also leading up to the Cuban Missile Crisis is another another reason why, supposedly, good old Val, Valiant Thor showed up. And listen, his name, man, what are you, a fucking... Commander Valiant Thor, please refer to him as Commander. The book uh, uh, Stranger of the Pentagon by Frank Strangis in support of Harley Andrew Bird, we'll get into his shit later, gives a UFO account of Thor being a Venusian. He's from Venus, obviously, as we said, and there is this idea, too, that uh, supposedly people claim that, and I've heard this not just through Valiant Thor research, but through other ones, is that obviously Venus is a ball of fire, right? Uh, In that... On different realities, they exist on Venus in a different dimension. So it doesn't look like that to them, but to us it does. Now I mean? Yeah, I do. And I, I, I now what you mean, bro. <laughs> I was I got this guy, this older guy at work, Chris. He's like in his 50s. He was on one of the live streams that we're doing. And to shout that out, uh, make sure March 18th to tune in on YouTube. It'll probably be on Facebook now that I'm not banned. Uh, YouTube and Twitch. Look up Strange Brew Podcast, whatever, like uh, Strange Brew TTV. But we're doing a live for St. Patty's Day. And considering that's the St. Patty's Day weekend, we're going to go live Friday. Juan, you better have some German beer or some sort of beer because it's going to be a, it's going to be, we thought the fucking Valentine's Day one was wild. Wait till we get in the St. Patty's Day. I'm going to find a bunch of I funny ass shit. Told, wait, St. Patty's Day. I told you I was going to be, I have to go down to Miami for my baby shower. March 18th, buddy. Yeah, March 18th, buddy. What? You're not going to be able to jump on the live? I told, I literally said that to you and shit. Anton even liked it. Oh, what a piece of shit. I don't think Anton understood what we were talking about. Well, hopefully, I think it's going to be me, Billy, and Anton then, since Juan can't jump on. That's, that I'm makes sorry me, I have responsibility. That makes Thomas. me cry a little bit, man. I'm dying on I'm, the Dude, inside. I'm checking. I don't ever check my Twitter, and I'm checking my Twitter, and there's some funny stuff on there that people have been writing to me. I don't fucking... I hate Twitter. I, <laughs> Anton's controlling the Twitter now, so if you if you want to jump on, it's called Real Strange Brew, and Anton is in control of the Twitter. I have nothing to do with it. So whatever we'll have a, we have a live coming out. I actually thought Juan was available that day, but it'll be me, Anton, and Billy is probably gonna um, get uh, make an appearance and actually jump on because he just got to get a new cord for his laptop. Oh, that Billy! Far. Oh, Billy! Um, so obviously, you know, concerns leading up to the Cold War and leading up to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, you know, the, the he is you know it's a UFO account of this guy being a Venusian. In mid March nineteen fifty seven, um, in Alexandria, Virginia, a policeman witnessed a UFO land in a field. A tall white man emerged from the craft and approached the officer. Hello, policeman. I am Valiant Thor. Where is your president? That's how I feel like he talks like. <laughs> They have pictures of this guy, bro. Yeah. He's like a regular looking guy. This is him. I mean, he's supposed to be super good looking. I don't know. He looked, I don't know. Ladies, does that I, make I you he's wet? pretty handsome. Ladies, does that make you wet on the YouTube? Does it make you wet? Does it make it gives you me wet? a little, little, little boner. So he calmly identified himself as Valiant Thor. I am Valiant Thor. Uh, and he was sent by the high council. This police officer is like probably like, 
what the fuck? But he saw the UFO, so I guess it's not just some random guy walking around to be like, hello, I am Valiant Thor. Take me to your leader. So, this is fucking weird. He requested that he might speak with President Eisenhower. You know what we know about Eisenhower, right? He warned about the industrial complex, and he actually mm-hmm. warned about, like, UFOs. He did, if you listen to his, his, mess, his, his talks and his addresses to the country, he cryptically mentions stuff like this. They all do, right? What was the other one, Ronald Reagan, where he talks yes. about the New World Order, and they're talking about the New World Order now. I think it was a report that came out and said, we're doing this for the New World Order. Did you see that, Did you see that tweet? Yeah, that's... And how, um, how about Jacob Rothschild that came out and said, uh, Putin is abandoning the New World Order agenda. He said he, he's not falling in line or something like that. Something crazy. I think that Good old as far Rothschild. as that goes, I think as far as that goes, I don't know what to the, believe. Yeah, I don't know what to believe either, right? And the like, main made a okay, good point. I just want to point out that obviously people like George Soros um, backing the Ukraine and the mainstream media constantly um, broadcasting about Ukraine should make you question it. Yes. Everyone question everything. So um, the policeman took Thor to the Pentagon where he eventually spoke to with Eisenhower, the Secretary of Defense, because he wasn't present at the time, and other joint chiefs. According to Frank Strangers, Thor was given three a three-year VIP status at the Pentagon, where he conducted numerous meetings with persons of high influence in the United States government. His objective was to voice concerns of the High Council over the way humanity was evolving. In particular, it was apparent lust for, obviously, nuclear weaponry. Very clear, right? This is at the, st- at the point when, especially during the 50s, they already created the A-bomb, and they're going forward towards making more nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Which is what yeah. I get. Why do you need that? And this idea, too, of, like, that borders exist. That, like, well, you're over there. Like, you pointed out on, when we talked on your podcast, uh, check out The the Great Honkening or whatever you called it. Yeah, it's, The Great it, The idea that, like, the, w- these things of, you're over there, and you speak a different language, so fuck you. Like, th- that That's whole divide idea. Divide and conquer, bro. It's, I mean, if you make the lines of the map, animals don't care about the lines of the map. Aliens don't care yeah. about the lines of the map. But, again, I mean, it's part yeah. of the whole... That's why I like Howard Zinn. I, I, you know, tell people, like, encourage people to look up Howard Zinn and his talks because he's a very intelligent historian um, who knew his shit. He, he knew a lot of stuff about what was going on and said that. Like, he's like, I don't believe in borders. I don't believe in having division between people. So this is what's happening, divide and conquer, as you said. So obviously he'd want to voice his concerns about the, the nuclear weapons being developed. Uh, according to Frank E. Strange's, Eisenhower asked Thor where he was from, to which Thor gives a, a rather cryptid response. The morning and the evening star. Below is the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, oh, below is the alleged exchange in, di- oh, okay. So Thor gives a very cryptid response. The morning and the evening star. Below is the alleged, <laughs> very, uh, the exchange given by strangers. Eisenhower, please, sir, uh, what is your name and where do you come from? I come from the planet your Bible calls the morning and the evening star. Eisenhower, Venus? Thor, yes, sir. Eisenhower, can you prove this? Thor, 
What do you constitute as proof? Eisenhower. I don't know. According to Thor, Venusians live inside Venus. So they actually live inside the surface of it, much like the belief of who the people that live inside Mars or did to the reptilians maybe took them out. So trying to find, right? He also claims that people live inside of Venus. And I'm trying to find That's what he said, yeah. That they the Venusians live inside of Venus. Yeah, I'm trying to find who there was this guy I was studying up on Pythagoras. Yep. And there was this dude, let me see here, who said that there are beings inside of the sun, these fire beings. I've heard that also, though, too. Yeah. No, again, Isn't that again, what Strange just like said? Famous, this is the guy who is attributed to the planets orbiting in an, an elliptical yeah. and an ellipse. This is the guy who came up with that idea. And he says this, and I'm trying to find it here. So, but in, uh, obviously, so in the opening pages of Stranger at the Pentagon, Dr. Stranger shares a report from Harley Andrew Bird. And you know what's weird? It's spelt the same way as Admiral Bird, who really? went into Hollow Earth. Interesting. Just strange the coincidences. The guy that I'm talking about is Johannes Kepler. And he's that the one really that, familiar. yeah, he's the one that's attributed again for that, the, the planet circle in an elliptical fashion. Again, that's something that we know today. This is back in the 1700s, I believe, seven or 1400s, I'm sorry. And he was inspired by Pythagoras and them. And it's interesting that he did say that there are beings living on the inside of the sun, these fire beings, if you will. I've heard and that. you have this guy. Because yeah. Venus is the, what's the first planet of Venus, right? Or Mercury is the first one? What? What's the first planet from the sun? Uh, I think Mercury. I should know this. I'm also drinking Mercury. on some fucking gin and tonic. And it's all right. We're a little, we're a little retarded. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> so let's see here. It is the planets in order. Well, I can't believe I'm looking this up. Wow. I know. All the shit, all the shit that we talk about <laughs> and know about. <laughs> I know. We got to look. <laughs> so it's Mercury, Venus, yes. Earth. Okay, yeah, so we Venus should know that they taught us this in school. As long as uh, NASA's given us straight answers, never a straight answer, they say. Yeah, I mean, however much, take that with a grain of grain of salt, if you will. But, yeah, so I, I found that funny that that they were talking about this back then. Now, now you have this guy, which was supposed to be like a real physical human. Yes. But I have my own thoughts on the subject once we... Once, Once we, we get, get deeper it. into this uh, crevice of the anus. So this incident is just one example of a UFO sighting, uh, I guess, researched by Dr. Strangis. Um, he has a bunch of different books. Um, and a UFO expert and conspiracy theorist who stated the, Na uh, the National Investigation Committee on UFOs in 1964. So before MUFON and all these other fucking fringe uh, organizations. Here are odd details from... Um, from the very strange story of Valiant Thor, the man who claims to be from Venus. In the opening pages of Strange's, uh, Stranger at the Pentagon, Doc Stranger reports, obviously from uh, Harley Andrew Bird, a man claiming to have worked with high in high security positions at the Pentagon that was involved with Project Blue Beam that is on the docket for Strange Wands eventually, and the U.S. Air Force sector that investigates UFOs. So all of this is connected. Yes. Yes, it is. And I mean, we know this, right? Like I, I went on the Generation Z podcast the other day and the dude is balls deep 
like in the <laughs> UFO disclosure. He's like got his balls, balls dipped in the liquid of the aliens come. Like balls deep, bro. This guy is <laughs> secret government programs, all this stuff, videos, stuff from the yes. dark web that he has. Which should and be a the, good idea eventually to cover on Strange Wants is like the the secret programs. Yes, and and I went on there and one of the main things that I, I brought up to him being like a Simon kind of character was, you know, we talk about all these things. We have the government coming out, but where is the like physical evidence that there are these fucking beings, right? They're never like, going to show us. It will cause mass chaos. You think so, bro? I think so. I think that there I think is too many people already know, dude. Like uh, I've, I've known about this shit since I was in elementary school. Dude. I know. The next generation is like they're on the they're in this middle of are they gonna be the awakened ones or they're gonna actually clue in because they have so much knowledge at their fingertips through the internet but obviously there's misinformation that's mostly spread from our government but this idea that like do are is this gonna change anything there is there is a majority of people that still believe like we said about what's happening right now in the world that is seems like completely brainwashed by the mass media and will believe. Anything they said, anything they say. And um, did you see Biden call the Ukrainians the Iranians? It's like, bro, what is... And there's an article being posted about how Putin is unhinged. I'm not fucking condoning either side. I'm not. I'm just saying that you have to question everything. The fact that they're calling Putin unhinged. Meanwhile, Biden's like, we got to stand with the Iranian people. And you see Kamala Harris in the background. She either says, oh, my God, or Ukraine. It looks like, oh, my God, though. She's like, oh. She mouths that. It's like really, I didn't yeah. see that, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise. He doesn't even know what day of the week it is, so it they're talking about people unhinged, bro. Like, what the fuck? You guys have an old geriatric fuck running your country. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fucking nuts. That's why this kind of relates to everything that's kind of happening. So obviously, according to Doctor Strange's, one night in mid-March, Bird's department received a police report about an alien visitor that had been picked up in Virginia. I wonder why he chose Virginia. He's like, I really like. I really like that. Oh, how do I do his voice? I really like that song, Home in Virginia. I don't even really know. And, that song. and he is also a pastor too, right? Yes. That was another thing about him. This he's is a, why it gets preacher. kind of conflicting about the religious aspects of this. Yeah. Uh, I just want to shout out. Uh, this will be edited out of the audio, but fucking three people watching. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, I got Dutch rudder on there. You got to be careful with Dutch because he brings those technical glitches. That's <laughs> true. Maybe he's Maybe uh, he's Valiant Thor. Yeah, bro. I know he's no, he's the fucking inside <laughs> shill. Um, so it, it, they they claim this alien got picked up. This police officer is like, I saw a UFO. I don't know what the fuck happened. This guy walked out of it. He was tall. He was white. And you know what? His irresistible eyes and looks just drew me in. I almost gave him a blowjob right there on the spot, but he's like, No, no, sir, please take me to your leader. <laughs> and I'm saying why this guy out of all people. I know it's and we'll get into that his views on how like Christianity and. Judeo Christian, it's it's it goes deep. So this uh, Doctor Strange's does not provide any firsthand accounts of what this moment might have been like, but the extraterrestrial, um, but the extraterrestrial was reportedly taken to the Pentagon without any incident. He just was like, "All right, we're gonna take you there." The alien went by the name of Valiant Thor, and he described he was described as a space adversary. So he was someone who was trying to help, so to speak. So according to Bird's account, after the first meeting with the Undersecretary of Defense at the Pentagon, I don't know what the Undersecretary is. It sucks off the Secretary's dick. 
Probably under the desk. <laughs> so uh, Valiant Thor or, you know, Val Thor, there's all these different, they call them different things. Commander Valiant yes. Thor, please. Uh, v- uh, V-A-I Thor. V-A-F-V-A Thor? V-A-I Thor. V-A-I Thor as Bird refers to him. So Bird's like, you know, me and him, we're not a first name basis anymore. We, we call each other nicknames. <laughs> He calls Let's me call Little v. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken via an underground tunnel, of course he is, to a meeting with President Eisenhower and Vice President Richard fucking Nixon. Because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Are you sure about that, buddy? Are you sure? That's why you had to resign, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, meeting, the meeting allegedly lasted an hour. After the meeting, the extraterrestrial reported... Spending uh, the evening in an army reception's office at the Pentagon. So he, I don't, well, I don't know why, they gave him a specific place where he can just chill out, I guess. And around this time, Berg claims that Dr. Strangis was brought in to meet Valiant Thor. He describes Strangis as a private investigator, a minister, and a theologian. So, I don't know if I pronounced that, theologian, I guess it would be. Yeah, the, the, theologian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he supposedly met up with Dr. Strangers. And the funny thing is, this guy is a private investigator. He's super into UFOs. He's a, a doctor. And but he was a I don't part see of the Secret Service, too, right? I don't see his credentials as being a doctor. That's like calling Anthony Fauci a doctor. Yeah, but you can get you can get a doctorate, so you don't have to be a, an MD, you know, a medical doctor. That's you true. can just be Dr. Thomas Strangebrew or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to change my last name is Strangest now. Tom Strangest. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Hey, did you notice that that spacecraft in the background of the podcast looks like a penis? The tip of it? Oh, it does. It looks like a head. You got Valiant Thor just walking out of that bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Bird doesn't obviously provide any details and <laughs> yeah, detailed account of what was discussed in the meeting between Eisenhower, Nixon, and the extraterrestrial. Because at the time, Nixon was president. Eisenhower was the defense minister. I guess, like the, you know, so I guess Canadians would put it. Um, though he does say the discussion covered the world's problems and offered solutions for them. Valiant Thor warned the U.S. leaders that continuing that continuing the Cold War and building up the country's nuclear nuclear arsenal nuclear arsenal would create an economic imbalance around the world. Well, no fucking shit, and we can see that firsthand right now. Yeah, and that was the whole thing with the Ashtar Galactic Command too. They wanted us to stand down and and to and destroy our nuclear weapons program. That was like another big thing too. Because well, this was what yeah. in the fifties and the fifties. Yeah, the other stuff was in the I believe in the seventies. And that's also a very strange account of of it's a very strange story because yeah. like they they did like a TV broadcast and it got brought. We we should do an episode on it where they. I want to do um, an episode about the space programs for sure. But then obviously like I don't know. You have this. Uh, you have this idea of um, aliens, right? UFO shutting down missile silos. Yeah. So yep. say ship pops off with Russia, Ukraine, the United States, and everyone involved. Are we going to see the same thing happen? Because time and time again, you can believe it or not, that even during World War II, there was missile silos shut off mm-hmm. right when they were about to um, send them out. Right when they were about to push the red button, it they just all power was cut and you have two footage supposedly of even Obama 
trying to send a nuclear, well, not a nuclear warhead, but a warhead, so to speak, over to uh, hit, I think at the time, it was like Iran, and there was supposed to be footage from um, an uh, aircraft from the United States um, Air Force of this bomb exploding in the sky, and then they saw this, they saw a craft pretty much explode this, this missile, and then uh, they saw this crazy UFO just disappear instantly. And the, the military, they supposed to be have footage of this, and uh, they have the recordings of the pilot saying, like, we don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. And this happens I think, often. I, you know, I, I, I've thought about it where maybe this is all part of Project Bluebeam, and this is going to be ushering in, right, this whole... that That's why, bro, remember that Elon Musk activated the Starlink mm-hmm. for Ukraine out of nowhere. You saw that? Where they're like, we need internet. He's like, yeah, I'm going to act. It's already up and running. But wait a minute, don't you need like a satellite to pick up the internet, but then you activate it on top of Ukraine? That doesn't make any sense to me, All of dude. this stuff smells set up, and it, it, like it's... A lot of this stuff is sketchy, and I thought this was appropriate to get into at this time of what's happening in the world. Um, but it is all very, very sketchy. And it's funny that you made that point because Anton made that point when we were talking about it. And he was talking about, he's like, he, he, he's someone on the side of being skeptical, right? He's he's more or less skeptical about what's going on. Um, and he said, he's like, you know what? Who knows what's going on? Maybe this is going to be bringing us into Project Bluebeam where mm-hmm. they the aliens show up, but meanwhile, it's a false flag to bring in the new world order and have, and like Ronald Reagan said, if a force uh, comes into our planet that is from another, uh, from another place. Independence Day, bro. That's yeah, what that all those movies are about. We'll all unite to fight one single force of aliens coming into play. And this will all be set up because if aliens really did show up and they have the technology that we assume they do, uh, nothing would matter. Us coming all together and trying to fight them would never fucking matter because they're technologically so advanced that we would be fucked anyway. Yeah, so, it's War of the Worlds, but again, yeah. this is why they put these movies out. And I think, dude, I saw this video of this Russian soldier where the Ukrainians were feeding him, and he was crying. Like, these people don't want to fight, bro. No. These people don't want to be there. So I don't think with yeah. this whole quote-unquote New World Order bullshit, I don't think it's even a real thing, bro, because I don't think enough people are going to come together to even accept that narrative. And there's more of us than there is of them. So I don't, I don't buy this whole new, to be honest, I don't buy this whole. I think they're trying to push it. I think the new world order exists and they're trying to push it, but I'm, I was going to make a video about this on my, my newest. So what is even the new world order, Tom? It's the setup of all these governments in all certain places, right? If you deep dive, I actually wanted to just do a whole episode about the new world order. It'll eventually happen where we dive deeply into the conspiracy surrounding it, but it is countries. Nobody's going to buy that shit. Look at Canada. Look I know. at, look at oh, Trudeau. Fucking, like people are fucked, man. lining their fucking trucks up. They're not going to buy this. Bullshit, yeah, but bro. that was a, technically a small portion of the population, according to exactly. the fucking news. A and, fringe minority. Come yeah. on. And and there's a majority of people waking up, but there is a lot of people that want to, I said, that want to buy into the mainstream media and are, and are yeah. completely brainwashed by it. Mm-hmm. But this whole idea, like I was going to make a video about this on my newest TikTok is say like, if you have the military around the world come together and say, fuck that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight anybody anymore for these corrupt elites um, that don't really care about me and my family and will kill me if I turn against them. If everyone did that in the entire world, all the military kind of band together in some fashion, uh, the new world order would be destroyed. And um, yeah. I'm someone that believes in the new world order, or at least them trying to push this. How many times have they said this? Every fucking president has mentioned this maybe except for Trump, which there's ideas with, there's, 
It's all conflicting shit. This is, that's what I'm saying. When we get into certain episodes like this and it goes off, there is so many different theories and conflicting ideas that it's almost impossible to understand what is actually happening. Yeah, and that's part of it, bro. That's why I don't watch the news, the, the mainstream media too much because they go off. I can't. And they try to paint all this and they only show you what they want to show you. I used to scream at my TV at five or fucking like five o'clock. <laughs> You're in just the morning. like, what the fuck, y'all? God damn! God damn! <laughs> I used to listen to this news station that I used to like, and then fuck, I started listening to it, and I literally like would scream at my radio in the car. Was this you, Tom? Right here? Yeah! Your TV? What's that f- <laughs> from? I don't know. It's a funny meme sound that I found on the internet. That's from a movie, bro. Someone on the chat, do you know what movie that's from? I fucking what? It's probably, it's, it was dino, man dinosaur scream. That's all I know. Oh, so. that's from fucking Princess Bride when the guy's like screaming when he's being tortured. I'm pretty fucking sure. Really? Yeah. I don't know where You ever from. seen Princess Bride, bro? It's gold, man. Gold. Oh. Good movie. Uh, Yeah, if you guys don't know, know that, check that fucking movie out. Andre the Giant's in it, and it's a fucking dark comedy. So, so they say, um, so obviously bird does not provide, uh, provide any, uh, uh, actual dialogue, but they were talking about the nuclear arsenal that was being created in the imbalance in the world. So in the book, uh, postscribed, postscribed, and, and obviously Dr. Strange's book, uh, delivers an apocalyptic warning based on the, his interpretation of this book, uh, uh, of the, let me re-say that. Dr. Strangest delivers an apocalyptic warning based on his interpretation of the book of Joel, claiming that nuclear weapons would be used in one type of disaster that signals the end times. Yeah. So he's super religious, man. And John wrote that back in God knows what year in the book of Revelations. I think there's been so many people who have tried to predict the end times that... It's eventually, if you preach enough that the world is ending, it's eventually going to end, bro. Yeah, the world is going to end in 2052. 2029. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Someone, someone messaged me and it was like, we got eight years, man. And I'm like, eight years? I was like, oh, 2030. I get well, you. The, the Mayans, right, where their, their, their calendar supposedly ended in 2012, they were actually copying either the Aztecs or the Incas, and their calendar ended in 2028 or 2029. See, yes. And we know that in 2029, there's an asteroid named after the Serpent of Death, the God of Death from Egypt, that's going to be supposedly coming close to the world, close enough to where Epiphanes, uh, uh, I think it's the name of it, and it's the God of Death and Destruction, and it's got to do with a serpent too. So What the fuck? Of That's course, a bit loud, Thomas. <laughs> I know. I realize that. Um, of course, of course, the, everything is related, right? And it seems that uh, you know you dot connect this shit. Like I said, fucking yeah. David Icke was talking about this shit in 2015 about how you know they would invade through Ukraine. So it's just like these people know something that we don't know, and they're aware of things that are coming that we don't know. So, but he also did say he was like a messiah too, didn't he? He said, uh, "No one. Everyone takes that shit and it fucking pisses me off because he said it on a news channel <laughs> in the '90s, and he's wearing his fucking uh, blue fluorescent fucking jumpsuit, and he said that he, we're all connected to whatever. Essentially, he said whatever. Or like I've said, is that we're all connected to whatever God is. Whatever God is, we're a mm-hmm. part of. It's a microcosm. And then so he's like, you the son of God, and he's like, well, yes, we all are. And the guy's like, oh, you're Jesus. Oh yeah, like, and he says that we're all connected to it." <laughs> and so they, they fought and that's what, and the funny thing is he got ridiculed for fucking yeah. so long and really he still is succeeding. 
So he still makes tons of money, supposedly, and fucking, even though he tried to prove uh, that wrong to Jesse Ventura and say, look at my little home. Look at my, I paid for this for books and. Yeah, and, I saw that. I saw that interview. So it's interesting. So it goes pretty deep. Uh, so, you know, Bird's accounts claims that Valiant Thor landed on Earth in 1957 and met with both Eisenhower and Nixon. He then reportedly spent next three years on Earth meeting with various high-level officials around the country. Dr. Stranges claims to have met Valiant Thor during the Christmas week in 1959. And there's a bunch of conflicting stories when it comes to this subject. So at this time, Stranges claims that he had just returned from a meeting with, can you guess it? <clears throat> Trudeau's father. Really? Fidel Castro. <laughs> really? Fidel Castro in Cuba. And he was delivering a scientific lecture and speaking at churches. Okay. You're giving a scientific lecture at a church. Okay. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. Does that make sense? I'm I'm not against religious people. Believe in what you want to believe in. If it makes your day better to believe that there's some higher being, which I believe in, I believe that I, yeah. I if I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray to my higher self, whoever I am above this physical reality, because we're not just this fucking meat bag. Like we're, we're something more beyond this. And I believe that to the core of whatever my soul is. But the thing is to... It's it's weird to mix this whole idea of science with religion, and then you have like this like Scientology bullshit. It just it seems um, like you don't really know what you're talking about, because then everything contradicts it's, itself. It's almost one and the same, Thomas. I think mm. religion and the metaphysics is what quantum physics is today. They're trying to prove the magic that they can't come up with and talk about like it's like Harry Potter. Well, we can't say it's Harry Potter, so we're going to call it quantum entanglement or quantum Didn't you tunneling. Know? Didn't or... you know? Harry Potter's real, bro. Me and Billy I had did, a long believe... discussion about how Harry Potter is real. It's based on- a... I believe he was, yeah. Harry Potter is a documentary. HP <laughs> is uh, a mantle that they use for high priestess. That's why you have HP Blavatsky, yes. uh, HP Lovecraft, Manly P. Hall, and all these different people all throughout history that, again, it, I think, it, bro, it was real. Though. If you look at Welsh mythology, it was very mythical and dragons and all this shit. It was 100% real. I would rather be at Hogwarts right now than in Canada. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Stranges describes meeting Thor at the Pentagon that winter. The meeting began with Thor showing Stranges um, a shimmering garment that looked like sunshine. And um, yeah. if you if you heard the beginning of this, uh, obviously, Stranges loves uh, Valiant Thor's hair. It's like, oh, his skin was so soft. It was like, like a, a baby's he said bottom. It was like a boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> he said, said that his fingers were like boiled eggs or some shit. Ew. Okay. Ah, that might yeah, because he didn't have any fingerprints. They were as smooth as though he said like a boiled egg. He's, that's what he said in the video you sent me. I Do you think that'd feel good if he jerked you off? Probably. Just lube it up and... Oh, man, like a fucking boiled egg? That sounds great. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna after this, I'm going to rub two boiled eggs on my dick and see how it feels. Not, dude, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing, too. The meeting began with Thor showing strangest, obviously, the shimmering garment, uh, looked like sunshine, uh, made from extraterrestrial material. And it said that there was, like, no seams. It was held together by, like, some psychic ability. Like, it yeah. just seemed to just be on his body. It's very weird. And there, there's obviously, there's uh, talks that Valiant Thor was like kind of purple. He just had this purple aura about him. 
and um, doesn't really look like it, but... Um, Do you think that's why Trump is orange and has an orange aura about him, dude? Do you think that Trump is Valiant Thor in a different skin suit? Holy fuck, bro. Listen, you son of a bitch. I think that, dude, I think I'm onto something, bro. No, I think that Trump just uses too much tanning lotion. All right. Well, <laughs> All right. Can we talk about the suit and how what he said about it? Yeah, you can. Yeah, go go ahead. Go he ahead, said bro. that they that they shot at it and that they somebody put it on and then somebody shot at it and it didn't even. He said it didn't even warm the surface. So imagine you put it on and you get shot and you're just like, what the fuck? Because you got shot. <laughs> well, have you seen? Uh, you've seen? Have you seen? Um, fucking. Uh, um, give me a second. Uh, uh, why can't I think of this fucking movie? Uh, um, Super Troopers. Have you seen Super Troopers? Man, if you've never seen this fucking movie, one and two are one of the, like, they're like hilarious. I'm telling you, like, some funny ass shit. I hate when you get mad at me because I haven't seen a movie, Tom. Super Troopers is fucking jokes, man. Broken Lizard is like a fucking, there were, um, a comedy group, so to speak, and they created movies. Please, please, please watch... Super Troopers 1 and 2. The second one is they based in Canada where they're just kind of near Quebec and it's fucking really funny as fuck. Like, You're not my real dad, Tom, so you can't tell me what to I do. Know. Just but please, I'll check it out. when you get stoned, watch Super Troopers 1 and then in, uh, the, either the next day or a couple weeks, watch number 2. They are both hilarious and both gold. At the beginning, these dudes are doing mushrooms. Like the cops pull up and they have to fucking eat all the mushrooms and like tripping <laughs> out and the cop keeps fucking with them. He's like, um, he's like littering and littering and, and it starts tripping out the kid in the back because the cop keeps repeating himself because these cops are purposely fucking with people to make a joke out of it because they know these guys threw weed out their fucking car. So he knows they're high and these movies are literally gold. But at one point he's like, they're trying to train the rookie and uh, the guy, they, they're training and the guy's got like a fucking metal cup around his dick and he gets him to shoot him in the dick and he's like, whoa, and like, Gets the adrenaline rush, and he's like, it's that whole thing of, like, you think you're going to die, but you're not. Yeah, it's like playing Russian roulette. Can you, dude, can you, I was actually had a dream that I was playing Russian roulette. How crazy would that be, dude? I was going to say you- another episode, but um, I had this fucking, uh, to get back into this, so obviously we're talking about the suit and Val Thor, uh, Valiant Thor, um, but the other night, man, I had a fucking, I had a dream um, that I astro projected with inside of my dream. It was fucking crazy. Whoa. So I was at my um, my grandma's house, rest in peace, and my mom ended up taking over the house eventually, but then she moved out. She sold it. It was a good property or whatever. And because my grandfather worked a lot, he was a firefighter and, and built up his shit and worked hard his whole life. And he was part of the, dep- he grew up in the depression. So he was working at 11 years old and shit. And so I had this dream where me and Chelsea were laying in the living room. And then we were sleeping and then I astro projected inside of my dream. And I remember trying to go, I was flying around the room and I was trying to go out the window, but there was a tether attached to my wrist and it fucking pulled on me where I couldn't actually leave the house. And then I remember like floating around the house and I saw this fucking creature down the hallway of where my grandmother's bedroom was, my grandparents' bedroom was. And this, I saw this entity, this glowing thing that changed from like a rabbit to like a wolf and all these different, it was fucking weird, dude. All these different, it it just shape shifted into all these different things. And inside my dream, I woke up and I told Chelsea inside my dream that I astral projected for the first time. I said, I achieved it. I finally did it because I've been trying to astral project for a long time. 
and it fucking scared the shit out of me. And then we had to take my new dog, my crazy little fucking puppy, out, out usually in the middle of the night. Um, and then I'm outside. He's looking at something between our two cars. And he's just staring. I'm like, what are you looking at, man? And he's physically scared. And it fucking freaked me out because like, I'm not, I, I was like looking, I'm like, I'm not usually scared. I, I test these things. I'm like, fuck it. Let's see what's, what's going on. And I, I stared at that where that was. And I was like, what are you looking at? There was nothing there. It sent a shiver down my entire, into my fucking brain, down my fucking back into my feet. And I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm going back inside. He was staring at something that I couldn't see. And he was visibly scared hiding behind me. And I was like, after that dream, it freaked me the fuck out. You know, it's weird. I was on a podcast two days ago and I had a dream where all I can remember from the dream, I said, it's, it keeps changing. It keeps morphing. So weird. And you're saying that that thing was morphing. Yeah, it was. And, um, eventually, um, it's now part of the lost tapes episode eventually maybe, but, um, I, I, hence to, it was somebody that I worked with that, uh, jumped on the podcast. It's far gone now, but I would eventually like to dive back into dreams because dreams are very fucked up. And you know what comes to me in a while and we like to go off a little bit. So I just want to mention that because I was going to actually mention on an episode with Anton and I told him to remind me and he did not. So that's, it was fucking freaky, dude. Freaky yeah. shit. So they described this suit. They're doing tests to it. It reminded me of fucking uh, stupid super troopers, which you need to watch. Um, and it was made from this extraterrestrial material. Then he told strangest his true reason for coming to earth was to bring humanity close to God. And strangest was like, Bro, you know what? I love God. <laughs> I He's love my him. Best friend. Doctor Strangest uh, wasn't just a self-proclaimed UFO expert and a private investigator; he was also an evangelical Christian minister. And evangelical people are—they're—I don't have anything against anyone that's religious, but you people are fucking a little sketchy. Yeah, and he talks about the Dead Sea Scrolls and all that shit too, which is interesting too because. Um, I, I do believe what he says, how we've never really been told about what's really yeah. in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the, even the Nag Hammadi Library, they were these Gnostic texts where, again, it's all about finding that God within, achieving that higher consciousness. They were withheld, bro, and they weren't translated for 40 years, 30 yeah. to 40 years. And that's interesting because why are you not going to translate them? Because, again, it goes against the mainstream narrative. Yes. And the people who translated it were Catholic priests. Of course. You know what I mean? And that's so, why, like, people like, that's why I've always um, uh, liked Vinny Paz. His newer albums have been lacking some substance, in my opinion, uh, being a massive fan, but he's the one that kind of woke me up to this shit where he's like, you don't know about the Dead Sea Scrolls. He says that in a couple of his songs, right? Like that yeah. he knew about some shit and now he's kind of backpedaling to an extent, which kind of is like, bro, you, you don't really need to do that. I don't know why you need to do that and say, claim that you were spreading some in misinformation, but you believed it at the time. It's just interesting to see where his career has uh, turned. Um, and obviously like these different areas of life overlap often. And Dr. Strange's account of meeting Valiant Thor, the extraterrestrial messenger, offers a message very much in line with Strange's evangelical beliefs. <laughs> Makes fucking sense. Of course it does. That's why people like Anton were like, fuck Valiant Thor, because who knows if this is how it holds any validity at all. So Valiant Thor assures Strange's that people of Venus see the J.O., uh, the Judeo, how do I say fucking goddamn, what can I say this? See the J.O., Judeo-Christian? Judeo-Christian God and Jesus Christ as the primary deities of their universe. Well, and I that's interesting because 
Judio the and and the I don't know why I couldn't say that. You have Yahweh, right? Where he is supposed to be the God of the Old Testament, but then you have the New Testament where it's like a different entity, if you will. But the Old Testament entity is looked at as the demiurge, as this creator that imprisoned us in this false prison. So yeah. which is it? Is he the good guy or is he the bad guy? Or is he in like in the Hindus where he is everything? He is the destroyer, he is the creator, and he is the neutral force. So again, you have well, that and that's, Adam. That's why I brought up the, too with, you know, how Anton's like, oh, you, know, you, you always, you said at the beginning of the podcast that you were Satanist. And I was like, I believe to an extent of what Satanism is. I always said if I were to believe in a religion, a religion, so to speak, it would be Satanism um, just because the mere fact that there's different sections, obviously, of Satanism and stuff like that. But this idea that it's preached that Lucifer wasn't actually the bad guy, that he helped us escape from the Garden of Eden, which was a prison yeah. created from God, created by God to keep us in prison, to to live in his garden and tend to his garden. Yet the, it's funny how it's called the tree of knowledge. So we reach for the fruit. The woman does it first. You bite into the tree of knowledge. All right, you put something in there, it's like, uh, it's going to wake you up. If you take a bite out of this fruit, it will wake you up to the things that God has been lying to you or keeping you in prison by. Yeah, you know that's I mean? why I said they have become like one of us, where they yes. know good and evil, where the whole thing of the forbidden fruit was, he was to trying keep to shelter us. us suppressed in order to not recognize that we're in that false reality. See, and the that's demiurge. why there's that idea that Satan may be the good guy and that we've been lied to this whole time. And like, even Beast thirteen thirty three, which man, if I could ever get him on the podcast one day, he's a very uh, he you. There's barely pictures of him out there. There's only a couple. He's very secretive with with, and his music is so crazy when it gets into how deep it is. But he talk. He's like in one of his songs. He's like uh, Lucifer uh, means light, but they wa- uh, rather you worship Jesus. Well, it's interesting that we're talking about Venus, right? What do they call them? V- 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 Venusians. Venusians, Venusians, suppose Venusians, right? Yeah. Well, Venus is also attributed to, uh, right? Oh, art thou in heaven, right? Uh, Lucifer, thou have fallen, whatever that whole, yeah, that whole Bible verse. Well, he's supposed to be. They're saying that he's talking about Venus as well, because he's the one that brings the light before the main sun. So it's interesting that this guy is from quote unquote Venus, where the Luciferians back then attributed Venus as the the light bringer so he brings yeah. the light of the sun which obviously we know the sun is obvious has its own things but its own mythology and all this shit but it's just interesting because you see Venus first in yeah. the sky when it first comes out but then yeah. the sun is so powerful it you know drones its light out but Venus yeah. is, is the brightest star in the in yeah the, no it's true and it's weird and I knew getting into this um you know I knew you know a lot of podcasts I think have covered this but I think that we offer something a little different and you know skepticism along with our own ideas of what things could be not saying they're cemented beliefs but how there are so many conflicting things to do with UFOlogy and all mm-hmm. these different shit. It's it. That's why I thought this is a good idea for me and you to dive into. Considering we haven't touched about aliens and the things that are going on on Earth, it just everything seems to weirdly connect, right? And I believe people like me and you that are making people at least somewhat aware, but doing it with humor too, to lighten the mood, not be so serious. Why so serious, son? It is to essentially wake people up, but use humor at the same time. And people like us are a lot different than the rest of the world. I feel like, and all of our listeners, you are, uh, you are on, on the right frequency, so to speak. 
I believe. Hail Lucifer. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Valiant Thor assures strangers that the people of Venus obviously see um, God and Jesus as the deities in the universe, which is, it's, it's strange, okay? It's and, not wrong, though. Yeah, it's not wrong. It's I'm not saying it is wrong. It's just, it's interesting that... These things seem to connect. So during Bird's account of Valiant Thor beating, the the alien describes what life is like on Venus. Venusaurians, according to Valiant Thor, survived the planet's inhospitable climate by living underground. Mm -hmm. Much like uh, those creatures with the snake tongues. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The Nagas, the Nakash. That's the whole thing behind them. Reptile wins. Yeah, and they, they, right, Hollow Earth, we have yes. uh, Agartha and yeah. Shambhala and all these places that are supposedly within the Earth. Edmund Haley from Haley's Comet talked about the concave Earth. So, again, there's a yeah. lot of things that I, I, if anything, I believe the Earth is, dude, I got so much hate the other day for talking about Flat Earth on this one podcast. They were like, I was listening and I loved everything except for the misinformation, the, the oh he said, the uninformed God. about Hollow Earth. And I was like, I read the comment and I laughed to myself and I go, dude, I've literally had Mark Sargent on my fucking podcast. I know, and uh, and fuckface. And David David White. <laughs> and so fuck you, you wanna hear you wanna hear me asking Mark Sargent if he's a reptilian? Do it. Are you a reptilian by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> That's the laugh of a reptilian right there, if I've ever heard one. Well, and if you think about it, um what's the other guy that fucking you had on? Um, David Weiss. Yeah, he tried to get on my uh, on Strange Brew actually, which is actually pretty funny. They emailed me and actually yeah. asked to come on the show. And I said, no, sorry. Like, it's just not like, and you we're different, right? Like you do your podcast where you interview tons of different people and different people with tons of different views, um, which makes it so much interesting, but I'm here to offer comedy and inform you while making fun of weird and strange topics, including serial killers and true crime amongst the paranormal and everything else. So we have two different, very two different shows. Um, and I actually tell listen to the great honking cause that shit was, I think pretty gold with what's going on with Canada and stuff like that. Um, but you know, definitely check out Juan's show. Um, I'm sure all the fans already know anyway, and already are tuning in. But it's this idea that, like, I'm just not going to... I Me and Billy covered Hollow Earth. I mean, Flat Earth. And we covered Hollow Earth, me and Justin, weirdly. Uh, but we covered Flat Earth. I gave my opinion. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go about this again. I have my views. You know what I mean? Even when I was on... Um, a shout-out to um, the Blue Coyote podcast. Kid's good shit. I like the dude. He, he's, he's a smart, uh, young individual. Uh, but he's also on the side of Flat Earth. And I... Question. I said, you know, believe in what you want to believe in. And he gave a different theory based on flat earth, but it's just not something that I subscribe to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody has their own thoughts and opinions. Yeah. I more or less believe in hollow earth. And the part of me believes in the center sun that the earth revolves around, which there's a, there's heliocentric model. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you, but there's also the idea that either way, I believe in cavern systems. Either yes. way, there is people living with inside these cavern systems inside the earth. That's why so many children go missing around areas where there's cave systems. It's yeah. all connects. And it's crazy how we're going off on this. And um, it's okay because uh, Valiant Thor is not a fucking huge subject, but it dives into a bunch of other different ones. Yeah, because it's got Hollow Earth. It's got the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's got God, religion, yeah. everything in it, which... That's what, we, that's what I talk about all the time. And I mean, I, I came up with the whole... What I said on that podcast was that I, be, I believe more in Tartaria than yeah. I do 
flat earth because there's more there's physical evidence the only and then guy was like oh well there's infinite evidence of flat earth i go what that the stars are a projection system that nasa's lying yeah we know that but you could easily bro you could easily dispute flat earth yes. hop on a fucking spaceship blast off into space and then look down if it's yeah. flat good if it's not then but Oh, it costs too much money, but it's doable. If you were to get enough money to do it, you could do it. It's, Why it's have doable. I seen you know, people like uh, B.O.B., that rapper that tries to go off on uh, uh, Flat Earth and saying he's going to get a rocket? That never fucking happened. All these people end up getting um, essentially proven wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. And um, you believe in what you want to believe in, but uh, I've seen too many weird things up in the sky to believe that some sort of projection. Yeah, no. So Valiant Thor claims other planets in the solar system were home to similar civilizations and that Earth was on, uh, only one planet where people mostly lived under, uh, actually above ground. There are a lot of other places. Like I've said my theories on Mars and stuff like that. There is an Asian race of people. That's what they they were like. And Oriental. Yeah. Ori- you can't even say that now, I feel like. Even though there's a restaurant in the city I used to live in that was called the Oriental, and I was like, I thought people said that was racist. Did you know that there was talks that Pythagoras was quote-unquote Oriental looking? Yes. So what's your idea on Pythagoras? Just a, a quick tidbit. As far as to what I think he was. So people that maybe don't know about Pythagoras and what it means. Oh, dude. I mean, the rabbit hole is crazy. I I could even go as far as to, I could go as far as to say that Pythagoras is as enigmatic, if not more than Jesus Christ himself. The stories of their lives intertwine. They both came from immaculate conception, such as Hercules and a lot of other different prophets of the time. But so did a Horus too. Yeah, a lot of people. Yes, yes, but it's again, it's it's all. I'm I'm doing an episode on it on Saturday where it's all connected to the higher consciousness. He he went around like how supposedly Jesus did too, and studied with all these ascended masters, if you will, quote unquote. That's learned what Jesus all these did Lucian, when he was thirty. Eleusinian mysteries yeah. and all this shit. He learned all that, and he was uh, just how Jesus was crucified and always persecuted. So was Pythagoras, and they were both killed. Uh, uh, in their life because they were they were spreading this truth. They were all about higher consciousness, right? He under, Pythagoras understood that that everything is number. Number is sacred, and it's a reflection of divinity and a reflection of the universe. So, if the universe is divine, then you know, as above, so below, we are divine too. Because that's the whole thing that's about what the pagans. I've if, said, you, yeah. if you under, if you understand the body and the human anatomy at a micro level then everything that happens inside the universe happens within us we're little how helena blavatsky talks about we're little universes inside of a bigger cosmic sphere yeah yeah and that's why with all these aliens and all this stuff this is why they get pissed off when we're setting off the atom bombs because it's got a it's connected to the cosmic now, web yeah, it's, and it's, it resonates it's vibrating throughout different dimensions and yes. stuff like that and yep. now it is crazy because i've always i've always stated that stuff too and how uh it just seems to uh everything seems to uh connect in in some strange way yeah and how all the, there's there's different people that have said the the same thing also in that this is connected deeper to other people that have also stated the same sort of theories and you know how there's this idea that people like Jesus if he existed in my thought process right that there's people that claim this Christ consciousness right and that Christ had to be crucified so he could battle in the astral world that's how it had to happen he had to leave this physical realm to actually fight in the etherical world the same mm. way we see a supposedly that's what they say about JFK 
is that JFK needed to die so he could fight the battle on the other side. What the fuck? Fucking weird, right? <laughs> so obviously in these obviously these encounters uh, these encounters, but he claims obviously that people were, were one of the only pla- uh, one of these plants where most people live above ground. Which who fucking really knows? Because supposedly we're from Lyra and, and the war broke out. There's a bunch of crazy shit. If you've listened to Strange Wands long enough, we've talked about it. Uh, Valiant Thor also promised one day a large group of Venus dwellers would travel to Earth and help with the Earth's seemingly insurmountable problems, which we have a lot of them, especially lately. And that's yeah. why I feel like I like David Icke's theory of like, you can hold a, a ball full of air underwater for only so long. And it's not going to solely just creep up. It's going to just, you're not going to be able up. to hold it and it's going to shoot up and all the information is going to be, blah, 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 blah. there's going to be so many things going on. People won't actually know what is actually going on. And that's why you see it right now. You see it right now. The COVID narrative is fucking crumbling. Fucking Pfizer just uh, released nine pages, nine pages of adverse side effects because of the shot. Nine pages. 12,000, not 12,000, 1,200 side effects to do with the shot because now it's getting released. So all these things end up connecting and then they're, okay, f- fucking shit, all this information's coming out of Pfizer and then you have, um, obviously, uh, Reinick Fulner that was doing Nuremberg 2.0, which is naming specific people um, to do with this crimes against humanity. Now that's being covered up. All this stuff that is happening is all distraction, distraction. And I've said, we've said that many times on this on Strange Wands. And the so and, and these extraterrestrials from a distant star system would also do the same. Uh, in his accounts of meeting Valiant Thor in 1959, uh, Doctor Strange's claims that the American intelligence agency named Nancy Warren, someone who is part of this, uh, approached him with photographic proof of extraterrestrial existence. She showed him photographs of what appeared to be an ordinary man in an Earth-style suit. I wonder. <laughs> That's got to do with the reptilians too, right? Or they're yep. shapeshifters. Yes, and they sell a certain narrative. This whole idea of that mm-hmm. people, um, a lot of people that think that they've seen Palladians, they're actually reptilians disguised as these Palladian aliens, right? Interesting. Blonde, sexy, blue-eyed creatures that are like, oh, fuck me, and they take your seed, and then you're... The Aryans, you, yeah. Yeah, you got Aryan a fucking narrative. reptilian gray baby somewhere out there. <laughs> So the photographs were supposed to be taken in 1957 when Valiant Thor and his three Venusian companions, Don, Jill, and Tanya, attended a convention of a UFO enthusiast in the backyard of a New Jersey man's home. They got invited to a fucking barbecue. Interesting that they no doubt these people out of all the fucking people. That's that what I'm saying. Pick. And I would like to yeah. see the photographs of his homies because I didn't see them when I was looking it up. Um, but it's quite funny. They got invited to a, li- a literal barbecue. Come out, come out, man. Have a barbecue with us. So according to Dr. Strange's, Valiant Thor left Earth three years after his first visit in 1957, and he periodically returned to our planet for more missions. On the morning of June 5th, 1968, the day of Robert Kennedy's assassination in Los Angeles, Dr. Strange's claimed that Valiant Thor called him and asked him to meet him at San Diego airport. Once he did, the two drove uh, to a small town in Mexico called San Felipe. Mm -hmm. They met up with a flying saucer. And on the saucer, Valiant Thor relates an earlier meeting. Victor one, right? Was the name of it? Yeah. They, they supposedly had a meeting with Bobby Kennedy or at least Valiant Thor did in which the extraterrestrials advised him not to run for president in 1968. 
Strangest and Valiant Thor then watched the Kennedy assassination on a monitor in real time from this UFO. Allegedly. Yeah, I found that kind of funny. Watch Bobby for president. Um, I eventually, this is what I want to get into it too, is I believe that Sirhan Sirhan, the person who shot Bobby Kennedy at point blank range, uh, was an MK Ultra victim. Yeah. Um, and he says he was a patsy. He in his fucking cell and before when they were interviewing him, he says he was set up. He doesn't he in one of the things in the interviews and stuff like that. I don't know if it's it's probably not out there anymore. Uh, but he he literally says he was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't remember anything from that. And I think they groomed him and brainwashed him to be a Manchurian candidate, essentially, and kill Bobby Kennedy. Because after they killed JFK, Bobby Kennedy came out of the woodwork and was against everything that was going on. And if you watch Bobby for President on Netflix, he is a very compassionate person. He actually goes to very poor parts of the United States. And he gives, you can tell by the way his mannerisms are that he was someone uh, true of heart, I guess you could say, because he would like, he was in a certain part you'll see on the documentary where he like goes to next to a, like a very poor black boy and like puts his hand on his face and kind of rubs his face. And he like uses comfort and physical touch um, to show he cares. Honestly, I'm telling you right now, Juan, watch Bobby for Kennedy. It is, I watched it when I was, um, Bobby for president. Yeah. Bobby for president. Yeah. Um, what would I say? Bobby for Kennedy, <laughs> but watch Bobby for president. Um, I don't, I said, did I keep saying Bobby for Kennedy? <laughs> I, feel like, no, I think that's the first time you said it. Uh, so, and it is very good. It is very well done. And at the time, Bobby Kennedy was the most filmed, uh, presidential candidate. Like he, there's cameras always around him documenting, uh, documenting his life. And, um, there's something about this man. I watched it the first time. Honestly, I was like, the first time I watched this, I was drunk. I And it made me cry. I don't know if it was the alcohol, but like I teared oh, up watching it and shit because he just seemed like a very compassionate person. I used to watch a lot of documentaries drunk as shit and be like, wow, man, like the world's so crazy. But I was like, well, this came out like years ago and I remember being drunk in my basement watching it. So it's, it is, I, that's why I want to get into Bobby Kennedy. It's... It's deep and it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, these people that are taken out in power that actually have maybe the interest of humanity in mind, right? So Doctor Strange's interactions with Valiant Thor had long-lasting consequences in Strange's recollections of the events six years after the Robert Kennedy assassination in 1974. Agents from a shadowy government agency, Strange's calls the Men in Black, which will come down the rabbit hole. On Strange Brew eventually. It is a very deep and there's some fucking very fucked up weird stories to do with the man in black. So they ambushed a meeting between Stranges and some of the supposedly the Venusian representatives. Dr. Stranges claims that he fought off his attackers with the help of Valiant Thor's associates. I wonder what they were doing. Like jerking all the fucking men in black off with their like sexy egg hands. Yeah. And making them come and they got all distracted. (laughs) But also um, he used his own... Martial arts training. Everybody was kung fu fighting. This guy's so full of shit, bro. I know. There's like, there's like, I, I think I believe like 25% of this, if anything, yeah. because like, it just, he just seems to be, maybe he did have meetings with Valiant Thor and then he kind of just took it off and he met him like one time and he's like, this guy seems like an alien. And then he no. just wrote this fucking whole book about it. No, I think that he was either channeling something or playing too much Ouija board and, 
he got in touch with somebody. I think that's what happened. Uh, that, that could be true too. You have people like, I eventually want to get into it. Oh, I think her name is like Barbara Mancinia or something like that. And this chick like is so convincing. Um, if you look at Barbara, I think, I think her name is Barbara alien contact. Yeah. Like uh, it used to be on YouTube. YouTube has pretty much changed yeah, in the last couple of years. Everything. They've yeah. purged. Yeah. Everything. Everything's been deleted from certain things that may have held some truth to it. And she like can channel this supposed to be this Palladian. And it's crazy. If you hear her talk one moment, I think I've mentioned her before way back in the podcast. And then you see her channel again. She goes into this, well, I am a Palladian from blah, blah, blah. And she like does this very <laughs> convincing. She, I said, either she's a very good actor or she's possessed by an alien. Yeah. Like it is pretty deep. So anyone who's seen the 1951 classic science fiction film, the day that the earth stood still, have you seen it? Uh, I think I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but never the full thing. You should, uh, you should watch the, the original is good. But I also actually like the remake, and I'm pretty sure your homeboy is in it. It's either Keanu Reeves or your homeboy. Look it up right now. Who's fucking in the the remake? I think it, it might have been Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen anything with Nick Cage in it. It might have not been Nick Cage. It's someone famous. I thought it was Keanu Reeves, but I might be wrong. Look up The Day the Earth is Still, a remake. Let's see here. We have... Keanu Reeves, yeah. Oh, it was. So honestly, Juan, you would like it. It's good. I haven't seen it, yeah, since, I was, it since I was in my early 20s, but I would revisit it, especially, especially after talking about this subject. So obviously, if you've seen The Day of the Earth Stood Still, the original is great, uh, but the the remake did, it was good. It was obviously there's more graphics and you know they can do more fun things with the movie. And I'm pretty sure... I don't know what actually, I'm not, not going to say that because the background, I don't know what actually what movie that's from. It looks really familiar. Um, but it's supposed to be, it's what was taken from the Valiant Thor experiences. They put this in obviously certain mm. parts of the media and, and, and movies and shit. So in both strangest story, Oh, obviously you would notice similarities between the film's plot and Dr. Strange's account of Valiant Thor arriving on Earth. In both Strange's story and the film, the alien visitor lands on Earth and demands to be taken to the American president, where they warn against the use of nuclear weapons. In the movie, humanity demands the alien, Klaatu, prove their technology superior, uh, their, technolog their technological superiority, and that Klaatu responds by turning off the world's power supply. In Strange's version, President Eisenhower's reaction isn't recorded, but a meeting between Eisenhower and the extraterrestrial definitely did not lead to any reduction in the country's arsenal of nuclear weapons. Yeah. They definitely said, fuck not. you guys. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I really enjoyed this episode. We haven't talked about aliens for, for a bit, so I thought this was a good time to dive into something that it's probably a lot of bullshit, but there it hold there is some truths that hold within this, I believe. Yeah, I think he's full of shit. I yeah. think that he was channeling something and he just saw a way to monetize it because he did write a you know books about it. Yes. And he even told people that they were gonna make a movie where was it John Travolta or something like that was gonna be the the lead role and of all this stuff. So was. it was like hype hyping it up. But again, I think it's a guy who got lost in the sauce type of thing. That's true. And and just you know what? I could see I could I could see uh, I could see that weird cuckold fucking play this guy. Yeah, 
Yeah, young John Travolta, of course. Young yeah. John Travolta, that like fucking, he had that cut jawline. Yes. If you think about Grease, right, the movie Grease, he could have definitely played Val. Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. I think this was good. I I really enjoyed this. I eventually wanted to dive into this, so I'm glad we did it now, especially what's going on on Earth. It kind of makes sense uh, to dive into this, but um, you know what? We appreciate all the fans. Like I said, how you support us the best is www.patreon.com slash strange root podcast. Um, also merch. We're the, the new designs are coming out uh, very soon for the new logo. All of us are inside of a bong and aliens smoking us up. It's an amazing design. I'm wearing my Alistair Crowley design from strange root podcast. And uh, we'll have a lot more coming down the pipeline, but the best way to support us is obviously buy merch and uh, support the patrons. www.strangerootpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram. Motherfuckers. That's right. At the one on podcast, patreon.com slash the one on podcast. Yeah. Follow me on there and you can hit me up on there. Fuck yeah. Stay strange. All you fuckers out there.